This is 261 Fearless Voices, proudly presented by Bose, the podcast dedicated to fearless women around the world. Hello and welcome to 261 Fearless Voices. I'm your host, Juliette McGratton, and I am very excited about our guest today. We are welcoming Jessie Diggins to the podcast. She has very uh, so many accolades to her name, but you would most recently have seen her in the spotlight at the 2018 Winter Olympic Games in Pyeongchang, where she won the gold medal in cross-country skiing in the women's team sprint. Now, aside from Jessie's skiing success, she enjoys other adrenaline-filled adventures such as cliff jumping, bungee jumping, skydiving. So she really is the perfect person to talk all things fearless with us. So Jessie, hello, and thank you very much for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. Jessie, um, when we have guests on the podcast, we usually get them to kick off by just describing their appearance so we can put um, a face to the, to the voice that we're hearing. Could you do that for us? Yeah, of course. Um, my voice is pretty gravelly, but I don't smoke, um, <laughs> <laughs> despite how I sound. Um, I am five foot four. Um, I have long blonde hair and I'm a very bubbly person. I have a lot of energy, which is sometimes a little bit borderline annoying <laughs> to the people around me. But uh, yeah, I I love, uh, as you said, I love to do a lot of adrenaline filled things. Um, and because I roller ski a lot, I have nice little scars all over my knees from scraping myself up and falling out of trees as a kid and just generally getting into all sorts of trouble. Um, so I have, <laughs> I have lots of sports bra tan lines from training outside in the summer. So my back has like the classic, like Y tan line, like forever etched into it. Um, from just being out outside all the time training. Um, and yeah, I, I guess I don't really know how that's you. <laughs> that's perfect. Thank you. I mean, I only have to watch you um, cross country skiing to realize how brave you are. But but what does courage mean to you? Uh, how, can you can you define it for us? Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a lot of different ways and capacities that you could define courage. But to me, um, I think it uh, it takes a lot of guts to go after something with everything that you have and to not hold back. And so for me, courage means when I get out on the race course, I'm going to try my absolute hardest and I am going to give it all the energy I have. Like I'm totally going to empty the tank and I'm going to know that win, lose or draw, I will have done my absolute best and tried with all my heart. And it can be kind of scary because you know, sometimes people don't want to try their hardest because then if they don't win, they could say, Oh, well, but I wasn't going that hard or, Oh, I didn't really try. I didn't really care anyway. And for me, it's, it's, uh, scary to say, yes, I did try. I gave everything in my entire life to the pursuit of, you know, uh, winning an Olympic medal or making a national team or making an Olympic team. And if you don't get it after trying everything, that can be really scary. So I think it takes courage to say, yes, I, I want these goals. I want this, um, crazy pursuit of excellence in my life and and I'm not scared to admit that I'm I'm going after this. I I, I admire that uh 
that character and and that ability to like you say completely empty your tank and put yourself in a very vulnerable position really um but what makes yeah. you feel what makes you fearless what makes you a fearless woman um i guess i mean it's not to say that i don't have fears i i i have some fears i'm not perfect nobody is but i think in general what makes me feel fearless is when I know that there are risks or I might be, like you said, in a vulnerable position, like Mm -hmm. the end of a race when you are completely gassed, it's, you're like almost passing out. You're so tired and Mm. it's, it can be kind of a scary feeling to put yourself in that place. And I guess I just, um, decide to do it anyway, because I know that I want to be able to say I tried and I gave it my best shot. Same as when I'm bungee jumping or skydiving. It's not that I don't feel scared. I mean, I'm not crazy. Um, <laughs> I, I do feel scared before I jump out of the airplane, but I want to know that I tried it. And I want to know what that feeling feels like. And I want to see um, if I can handle it. And so I think for me in ski racing, when I push my body so hard, like right to the edge and even past it, it's because I want to know what I'm really made of. Um and I want to see how, how strong I feel mentally and how strong my body really can be if I push it so hard. And I think the desire to feel mentally strong kind of overcomes the fear that I have of, well, what happens if it doesn't feel good or what happens if I don't like it? And have you always been like that? Or was there a moment in your life when you kind of became fearless? Um, gosh. I mean, I've always loved sort of cliff jumping and adrenaline things. I've always been a little crazy that way. Um, but I actually do have one specific memory um, of the time I first pushed my body so hard in ski racing and kind of overcame that fear of losing control and being so tired. Um, and I was in eighth grade and we were doing a high school relay race and it wasn't you know, it wasn't state championships. It wasn't crazy. There was nothing really on the line except for the fact that my teammates were counting on me, which meant that everything was on the line. And, um, I was the last leg and we were racing against another school and there are multiple teams out there, right? Because we had like 120 kids on our high school team. And so I knew I had to pass this girl from, I think it was like Forest Lake Lake High School, but there were like 30 Forest Lake girls out there and I didn't know which one I had to pass. And so I decided, well, I just better keep passing everyone in front of me. (laughs) And so just to be safe. And so here I am like just absolutely killing myself because I didn't know uh, which one I had to pass. And it turns out I like, we won by like a minute. Um, But I crossed the finish line and was just so dead I thought I was gonna die like I like my vision blurred and everything was kind of tinged pink and I was absolutely fine you know like it took me five minutes but I got up off the ground and I was like wow I had no idea I could push that hard and it hurt and it was scary but I'm fine now I made it I lived through it and that's the day I sort of started to unlock my racing potential and figure out, wow, I, you know, I'm not the prettiest skier. I don't have the best technique. I may never, but I can race with guts. I can race 
with so much courage and that's going to be my secret um, to success. And so that's the day I kind of figured it out. That's fantastic. You're literally just pushing yourself right to the brink of, of collapse, but realizing you were okay and you could, you could carry on. <laughs> right. Um, could I, could I ask you, um, generally in media, in films, movies, books, women are often portrayed as the weaker sex and kind of worthy of male protection and sometimes a little bit fearful. Do you think women really are generally more fearful than men? Uh, no. I don't think so. And that always used to bug me. You know, I, I loved Disney movies as a kid, but it's only been the more recent movies where the women actually get to kick butt as well. Um, they were always getting saved at the last minute, right? Like they couldn't do it themselves. And that really bothered me. Um, and I, yeah, I think it's interesting because I think women and men are different in the way we assess risk sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are different kinds of fearlessness. It's not always, oh, I'm going to ride off into the sunset um, and, and you know, fight an ogre in the movie sort of fearlessness that always needs to be celebrated. Um, there's like putting other people first and having courage in going for things and trying your hardest and not fearing the success of others. There's a lot of different types of fearlessness. And I think women and men are equally fearless. It just is sometimes portrayed as, oh, you know, the only kind of being brave that's worthwhile is, uh, you know, leaving the army or something. (laughs) And I think uh, there's other brands of fearlessness that need to be celebrated as well as just your stereotypical um kind of yeah riding off into the sunset <laughs> so um the those strong role models in 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 movies and and changing those characters and and showing the strong women is one way of helping to change prejudice can you are there other ways that you think we can try to change the the stereotype of the weaker women um Yes, I think for me, I try to share a lot of my story um, on social media and with the media of not just being physically strong. Well, I think it's awesome that, you know, like we as skiers, we're in the weight room, we get a lot of muscles, we work really hard so we can do, you know, 15 pull-ups. You know, you want to be physically strong, but I think I like to share um, the pursuit of being mentally strong as well. And how that's cool in ski racing and it helps you in life because you feel confident in setting goals and tackling these sometimes immense feeling challenges that are in front of you. Um, And I think it's, you know, the more uh, women and men, but women in particular can uh, celebrate, you know, being strong mentally as well as physically and, can support each other and share those stories of, well, you know, I was really scared to ask for the promotion at work, but I went and I stood up for myself and I got it. You know, those sort of stories, I think that always helps because you feel like, oh, you know, it's, it doesn't make me a sort of a bossy. It makes me brave. Uh, it makes me equal. And I think it's important to share that. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. And thank you for, for sharing your story because, you know, it does inspire women. And I think we can all identify with lots of those situations that you've, you've just mentioned there. Do you have any tips for women that you could give them to help them embrace their fears and become more confident? Um, yes, 
I think um, one is, you know, feeling sometimes it can be scary. Um, like I said earlier, when you are going for something and, you know, there's the fear of, well, what if it doesn't work out? And what if I put all this time and energy into something and I don't win the race or I don't get the job or I don't end up getting a date with the person I like or, you know, whatever it is that you're maybe worried about. Um, but I think it's always worthwhile to know that you tried and to say to yourself, Hey, you know, like trying with all my heart at whatever it is I'm going after is so more worthwhile than trying half-heartedly and having an excuse for it if I fail. And so not having the fear of failure um, take you away from the pursuit of success, I think is a huge thing. The other thing I think is really important is not fearing the success of others. And I think that's a very natural thing. You know, sometimes you're worried, well, oh, if this, you know, if this other girl is skiing fast, well, maybe she'll take my spot on the team. Or if this other guy is really good at skiing, maybe he'll take my sponsor. You know, it, you know, you're kind of worried like, oh, if there's only so many pieces of the pie and someone else is doing well, well, then where does that leave me? Does that take away my piece of the pie or make it so small it barely matters? And I think we need to realize that the feelings of success and joy and there, you know, there are enough sponsors for everyone. There's a lot of different races that different people can win. I think we need to not limit ourselves to this small pie that we're sharing and and not fear the success of other women or men, um, because the more we can celebrate one another and cheer each other on and say, yes, I, I want to work with you so we both get better together versus me finding success and sharing it with no one. Um, I think that's a huge thing. And that's how you find meaningful success, because you are opening yourself up to other people and cheering other people on and sharing um, your, you know, how you found success with other people. So in ski racing, that means, you know, being part of a team and training with other people and having younger athletes who are definitely going to replace me one day, um, you know, training with me. And so that someday they're going to take my place on the team and they're going to be fast and I'm going to know that I helped get them there. Um, I think that's really, really important because it's how you leave a more meaningful legacy. And the same could be true for women in the workplace. You know, if there's someone new to the office, like, don't give them a cold shoulder and shun them out. Like, welcome them, you know, support them, tell them what they're doing right, help them out because it, you know, chances are you can both get a promotion. It's not just that there's room for one, one of you. That's, that's really, yeah, very wise words. And I think celebrating other women's successes can be quite hard to do uh, sometimes when the pressure's on, but you can gain so much from it yourself personally as well, can't you? Exactly. Yeah. Because, for me, I think this is this is one really cool thing that our team does, um, our U.S. cross-country team, both the men and the women. This isn't specific to women, but we cheer each other on and help each other out and train with one another because we know that when one of us finds success, it really belongs to the entire team. So when Keegan and I won that gold medal in the team sprint, that medal has thousands of fingerprints on it because it really belongs to the entire team because mm-hmm. the entire spring, summer, fall for years, we were training with other teammates. They were pushing us forward, making us better, challenging us to be faster, be quicker, be smarter. 
Um, and there are coaches who have such a huge role in that as well. And so that's why I think it's so cool when you, you know, celebrate the success of others. It's because you are a part of it too. It, it doesn't have to be that success only belongs to one person. If you help lift somebody else up and they find success, you're a part of that as well. And you should be celebrating your role in it too. And do you think there's a way you can actually help those other women to become, maybe not on the ski team there, but, but to other women to become fearless? Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's, I guess, just the biggest thing I feel that I can do is share um, why it's worthwhile and share those those feelings and, and my story of, hey, when I figured out how to push myself really hard and how to be a really good teammate, that is when um, everything started clicking and working together for me. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully that will help inspire other women to, yeah, you know, like I'm going to work with other women and I'm, I'm going to, yes, I'm going to set really big goals and then really go for it and not be scared of falling on my face because maybe it works out and maybe it doesn't, or maybe it takes a couple of tries, but knowing that I'm really going for it will make everything worthwhile. I'm inspired listening to it. So I'm sure that those people who, whose lives you've touched um, are totally inspired, <laughs> totally inspired by your attitude. That's amazing. Um, so I oh, think, <laughs> I think you must be surrounded by, by heaps of, of fearless women, but which, which woman do you admire for her courage either now or through your childhood? Oh my gosh. I've had the incredible good fortune to have about a million different positive role models. <laughs> but I have to say the woman I admire the very most is my mom. Um, because she, you know, after uh, my sister and I were in junior high and high school, she um, went for it and started a new business. She opened a Slumberland Furniture store in Red Wing, Minnesota, and um, hadn't been a store owner before, but worked so hard. I mean, for the first year and a half, I think she was working seven days a week, like 10 hour days, just making everything work. And I'm sure it was scary. You know, there's so much risk. What if this doesn't work out? Um, you know, what if I make a mistake? What if, you know, what if I fail in this? But she went for it and through so much hard work and belief that it was going to work out if she worked hard enough, um, the store totally flourished. It's in its, I don't know, 13th or 14th year now. Um, she's so happy. She loves what she does. And that was really inspirational for me seeing how hard she was working and, and now as an adult, I think, oh my gosh, she's gutsy. Like that's impressive. She just went for it. And, and that must've been very scary. Uh, but it, it was so cool seeing that she just totally believed. She like got over that fear and was like, nope, it's, it's going to work out because I'm a smart lady and I can figure this out. And so for me, that was really inspiring. And it really translated over to my skiing career saying, all right, you know, if I work hard enough, I can be a really fast skier because I believe it's going to work out. Yeah, she must have had a massive impact on your uh, ability to to really work hard and and strive for the best. That's uh, that's fantastic. So I've got one last question for you, Jesse. And you know, you are jumping out of planes, cross country skiing, jumping off bungee bridges. But is there anything you're still afraid of? <laughs> oh yes. Um, just the other day I had to get my roommate to squash a spider on the kitchen floor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I really 
I really don't like them. I don't know what it is about them, but um, yeah, I and I still have I still have lots of fears like that. Um, I'm quite fearful of getting injured on a mountain bike. And the other day at camp, I forced myself to get out for a very very slow, very easy ride, and nothing bad happened, and it was fine. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, I still have these little fears here and there where I have to kind of force myself to, you know, get on the bike or actually squash a spider by myself. So, still working on it. Yeah, I'm t- I'm with you on both of those actually, downhill on a bike and spiders. It's irrational fears often, aren't they? But they they they're still important. Well, it's been absolutely exactly. it's been absolutely fascinating to talk to you, Jesse, and you've made some really really important and thought-provoking points for myself and and for our listeners to take in and and ponder over so really really grateful for your time thank you so much for joining us and I look forward very much to seeing you um on my television again probably quite soon oh thank you yeah I I hope you get to watch this race this season wonderful thank you Jesse bye-bye now all right bye 261 Fearless Voices has been brought to you by Bose. If you want to learn more about 261 Fearless, the global women's running network, go to www.261fearless.org.